pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, everyone. Here I am. It is Juan. Folks, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is dipetro.com as we kick things off we've officially entered riot season as you saw last night um folks pr landscape materials and garden center you're starting to see a pattern in the spring rhode island's number one garden center is open and it's riot season has broken out amongst the united states well pr landscape materials and garden center let's talk about something productive let's talk about something beautiful I'm talking about Rhode Island's number one garden center. Beautiful selection, pansy bags, Hacynthias. They have the, the most beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous hydrangeas in all of New England are at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop by. I know you have options, but I implore you, I encourage you. I would like you to stop by and see my friends at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. The blue, white, pink hydrangeas are just beautiful. Plus, they have screen loom. Black, brown, hemlock, mulch, crushed stone. Look for them on Facebook. They have a very uh, illustrious Facebook page. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. You could call them at 295-4399. It's Steve, it's Debbie, it's Junior, it's Byron at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, good afternoon. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Remember, we we do Facebook Live at noon. <coughs> excuse me. And then when we have breaking news. So uh, we did a, a one after dark last night. We had some pretty high numbers on that. Some people still slowly finding their way back to FB. Um, but uh, that and breaking news. That and breaking news. And sometimes it's tough to judge when there's breaking news. I'll, I admit that. For instance, last night, I I wish I had known that they had a shooting right in the exact place where they had a shooting the night before in Providence or I would have gone. But anyhow, folks, uh, good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Now, remember, for your own benefit, click the like button. And people say, well, why do I have to? Well, that way you get notified. You get notified when we go live when you click the like button. That's how you find out that it's Juan's After Dark, that Juan is on the scene. And on the website, folks, now there is a battle brewing right now. Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island. The battle for Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island, is on. Brother Gary under fire. This is all as they are planning a... uh, See, here are two factions, and I'm going to explain the two factions in just a moment. But uh, you can read on the website, Rhode Island Battle for Black Lives Matter, and that there is a, um, there is, well, you can also read, by the way, how about Allie's Donuts with Matt? Hey, everybody, Matt here, struggling to find workers. No surprise there. But it's all on the website, which is depetro.com, which, by the way, is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Call them today for a free quote. It's Soul Source. Give them a call at uh, 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. Soul Source Restoration. Folks, home or business, they're the experts at cleaning and especially any type of, uh, you want to make sure that you're going to be having something, that there's there's no types of germs or viruses, contact Soul Source Restoration today, 401-712-2700. Well, <clears throat> the way I understand this, and again, I, I uh, we broke the story on uh, the website, depetro.com. You have two factions. So you have Black Lives Matter Rhode Island, which is our friend, Brother Gary. Good morning, brother. And then you have the other group. And the way it was explained to me is the other group wants violence. And they're talking about because of what's going on in Minnesota. And if you watched it again last night, you know, I was, it's, it's comical. Uh, how about PBS was running a, all of this talk about white supremacy and something must be done about the white supremacy problem in the country. Are these people watching the news, as you're watching again last night, with more destruction, and they're throwing fire. That was like watching a war zone last night. 
absolutely like watching a war zone. And yet all they keep talking about is, well, you know, the insurrection at the Capitol and white supremacy. That, 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 let me explain something right now at 1210. That's not the problem in the country right now. The problem in the country is not, you know, we wish the problem was a group of overweight guys with MAGA hats and flags marching around screaming, hang pets. That's not the problem. Burning down the dollar store is the problem. Burning and looting the liquor store is the problem. Uh, open fighting. And in, in New York, they tried to, you know, shut down the George Washington Bridge. And by the way, Biden, he owns it. Ewan Harris, guess who owns the problem? You can't blame Trump on this one. You know, they try to blame President Trump for a lot of things. Not now. He's out of the picture. He's down in Mar-a-Lago. Guess who owns it? Pottery Barn. You break it, you own it. You own it. You know, Biden. Hey, oh, come on, man. I hope there's peaceful protest, man. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that. I hope there's peaceful. There's nothing peaceful about the protests that was going on last night. That's not a protest. They're domestic terrorists. The country is coming apart at the seams. Look at this video shows a man pulling gun on victim inside a Manhattan subway station. New York City is out of control with that Mayor de Blasio. And they're all running today a funeral. Fallen Capitol Police Officer William Billy Evans. They're still trying to do the whole thing of the of the. um, Of the the January 6th, still trying to do that. Wow. And this is all the backdrop. This is all the backdrop to the fact that you have a president who basically is he wants a full scale race war this summer and he's going to get it. He's absolutely going to get it. Now, I will touch on the vaccines. I think people are overreacting. President Trump sent out a um, President Trump sent out uh, an email that I received saying that they're overreacting with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and the fact that they're pausing it. Now, there's a lot of people that won't get the vaccine. And the president has said it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake not to get it. But you have a president and vice president. They are not engaged with what's going on. And and, and it was kind of comical last night that CNN and MSNBC thought that they were going to be kind of welcomed by the protesters. Like, hey, we're one of you. And if you watched any of it, I can't even play any of the sound last night because of the type of language that they were screaming at the Rachel Maddow show and also CNN. I can't even play it. It was it was just so over the top and blank the media and blank you. I mean, were you watching that last night? Did that seem like as they like to say a peaceful protest last night or the night before? Do you think they're going to be out tonight? Of course, they're going to be out tonight. And Portland was worse. So you have the crisis at the border. We have an open border right now. Open border. That's what's going on. You have an open border. This is just the beginning of the spring summer protesting season or riot season. And they're getting more aggressive. And they're feeling more emboldened. And last night, both the vice president and the president Nothing about the police. Now, listen, how about the fact CNN, excuse me, folks, CNN was perpetrating this um, idea that somehow that it was intentional. That the police officer, you know, there was a member of, by the way, can I just stop? You know, no one's even mentioning that. No one's even mentioning the fact that when, when you have a tense situation. The fact that he was resisting arrest only brought more attention to, the, to that situation. Now, the officer on the video, he's struggling with police. He's getting back in the car. Whenever they get back in the car, it makes police officers nervous because they could have a weapon inside the car. 
So I know some people are saying that, well, they should have let him go and then just get him later. You know, that, that's easy to say, but in the moment, in the moment as, the, as that's going on, that's, that's not what, the, it, it's, it's all very sudden moves that's happening. So it's very, I think that part is really unfair to do that to the police officers, as if everything's happening in slow motion. It's not. And they're becoming more brazen. Yeah, police make mistakes. When you have people that resist arrest and seem very brazen, and there was video over the weekend of that guy, the police officer in New Mexico did everything right, basically did everything right, and he was shot and killed, pulling someone over in New Mexico. And when you're seeing that, I I don't know how it wouldn't have an effect on you. I mean, the answer is it absolutely has an effect on you, right? It, It has to. How could it not? You don't think word goes around about that? Cord word starts to travel on that. You know, hey, did you see that video? There he was, and the guy, one moment he's cooperating, the next moment he takes out a gun. And Pops, you had the woman two weeks ago, and he's yelling at her. He was taser. He was using the stun gun or the taser, whatever you want to say. And she still shot him when she got back in the car. So last night on... You know, and I'm watching, I'm flipping around to Don Lemon and MSNBC, and they have on the aunt, uh, Naisha Wright, the uh, aunt of Dante Wright, who was the person who was shot and killed on Sunday afternoon. And, and this is CNN, and the, this, why this is significant, folks, at 1217, is all you've kept hearing about was President Trump and the right wing and these conspiracy theories and telling people that the election was stolen and how damaging that was and everything else, right? That's all we heard about since November. <clears throat> how about the fact that they're yelling, oh, it, it was intentional. CNN airing an interview where a family member is saying, oh, no, that was intentional. I don't believe her that she was trying to get a stun gun. She purposely wanted to kill. Is that helpful? Isn't that a dangerous conspiracy theory? We play a little bit of this last night. It was a very dramatic call. Don't get me wrong. It was. You don't mistake a stun gun from a gun. You don't mistake a stun gun for a gun. If I made a mistake like that, I'd be in a jail cell. They'll be trying to put me under it. Okay, it was a mistake. Yes. <clears throat> you don't mistake a stun gun from a gun. Well, that's what you happened. You know, this situation is so out of control. But what I want you to understand. So right now at 1218. What I want you to understand is this is going to be a test for Governor McKee. Now, folks, you know, let's go back to one year ago, <clears throat> one year ago, when Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo hesitated to call out the National Guard. She did. And she made that mistake one time. Now, I plan to go by the Rhode Island State House later and then tomorrow. The National Guard were at the Rhode Island State House for one week. After January 6th. And obviously there was no threat and nothing happened. Will the National Guard return now that they're planning that there's going to be competing protests, by the way? Because there's fighting inside the Black Lives Matter group. But now they don't like when there's the National Guard. And many activists, they post, you know, this is what we were met with when we went to go protest in peace. And they pose, you know, they post a picture of the National Guard there. But I'll tell you how damaging this situation is out in um, in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, which is a suburb outside of Minneapolis. Apparently, they're 10 miles away from where this thing happened with uh, Derek Chauvin and George Floyd. Um, I carried it yesterday. You had the press conference an hour late. The mayor of this small town, because that's what it is, or city, Brooklyn Center. And he appeared, 
the police chief appeared, and then the city manager appeared. And the mayor stepped up and said, I think the police officer, that she should be fired based on what happened. And then the police chief said, well, you know, we're going to review and go through everything. And then the city manager said, well, she, we're going to let due process take its course. Do you know they fired the city manager last night? Because now you're not even supposed to mention due process. You're supposed to just jump in with the mob. There's another interesting dynamic here in that this is a white female. So this isn't the dreaded white male, right, that they're always preaching about. Are any women stepping up to defend her? Is it possible she made a mistake? Is it possible that she thought that she was reaching for the stun gun? Now, I spoke with a number of police officers yesterday. There were several mistakes made on the scene that no one is mentioning. And listen, it's hot. This is not a major city from what we understand. Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis, it's not a big place. They see expired tags, they pull the guy over. They take him out of the car or prior to that, and they realize there's a warrant for him. Two things, two charges. One, he was carrying an unlisted, unregistered pistol. That was charge number one. Number two, he had skipped out on bail. So they have a warrant for him. What I was told... And there was a it was a black police officer that took him out of the car. Male, who was struggling to get him in handcuffs. What I've been told is he should have walked him to the back of the car and they should have cuffed him there. And then the female officer who was training, one of those officers was a rookie. So maybe it was the rookie that made the mistake. We've been told she made a mistake. She's the head of the union. She was training a rookie. There were three police that I see on that scene. One is on the driver's side because there was a passenger. Number two is the officer, black male, police officer, takes him out of the car. And then the female, 26-year veteran, who's training one of the rookies. What I've been told is they should have, because the guy could have pushed the police officer into traffic. So they should have walked him around to the back. And then, again, what I've been told by some people, by law enforcement is that female police officer, should have then gotten between the <clears throat> should have gotten between the door and the suspect. You want to make sure the keys are out and the, the, the car is shut off. But instead, he has the trouble getting the handcuffs on, as you've seen. The guy gets back into the driver's car, and what is he gonna do? Well, in the past he took off. So it certainly seems he's about to take off again. <clears throat> hey, maybe he feels, hey, last time I ran, they didn't catch me, I'll just run again. But she's yelling as I played, you know, taser, taser, I'll taser you, taser. Which they also say shouldn't do as he's driving. You see the gun out. She fires one shot, right? Which is interesting because all the time, whether it's in the movies or in real life, people say, you know, in the movie, you know, Godfather, five shots and he's still alive. This was one bullet. Boom. I don't know where it penetrated. Haven't done the autopsy yet. So the mistakes that were made from what we understand, based on what we have right now. Number one, they should have walked him to the back of the car. Number two, block off so he can't do that. Now, if he runs and takes off, you have his car, you know who he is, and you have the passenger. But it's certainly seen that his, he was just trying to get out of that situation. Now, other people have said, hey, you let him go, and then you you know who he is. You send someone else to pick him up on a warrant. Well, I wonder if the fact that they were training someone, you don't want to let him go. If maybe that would look bad, right? The sergeant says to the rookie, hey, how'd it go today? Well, I was a little surprised. We pulled this guy over. We had an outstanding warrant for him. They let him go. Oh, why'd they let him go? I don't know. We got in the car and drove away. He slipped away from us. So I wonder if that had something to do with it. Obviously, it wasn't worth what had happened. But does it matter there was an accident? You know, I don't know. She screwed up. 
they now with CNN and Don Lemon to push it. Oh no, that wasn't that was intentional. Another police officer said some stun guns are orange. I don't know about Minneapolis. I saw it. It certainly didn't look orange. It looked black. They say it has a different feel to it. So you know, even if you're blindfolded, you know, right, the feel of what a stun gun feels like in a pistol. Now, close to the home, all we can hope, I want to remind you that Providence has not recovered from last year's riot. I repeat. The city of Providence has not recovered. The Providence police, the only reason why the riot last year got out of control, <clears throat> because Mayor Lorza told them to stand down. So now tomorrow night when there's a protest, now they're not mentioning about a curfew. They had a cur- Do you see last night there was a curfew, believe it or not, in Brooklyn Center? You never would have known that by the crowd. And they were very methodical going through the crowd. And some of the people, they're just nuts. And I'd like to play some of it, but, you know, the language is just so atrocious. And, I mean, does it, but but here's the thing. Biden and, and Kamala Harris own this now. Can't blame Trump on this one. Nope, can't have that. Guess who own You own it. They don't even know it. Folks, let me explain to you about what's about to happen at 1227. They're going to riot tonight, and they're going to riot tomorrow. I'm talking about in Minneapolis now. And you have the the George Floyd, Derek Chauvin trial in the background. What do you think the crowd's going to do when that verdict comes out? I've been following the trial. One of the charges is second-degree murder. Now, the defense is up now. I I am saying, I'm not an attorney. Talk to our legal expert, Tim Tuck. I don't see it. Was it careless? Yes. It also seemed very heavy-handed. George Floyd did not have a weapon. He, 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 he was uncomfortable. He did seem like he was on drugs. We've learned he was on drugs. He popped two Percocet. He had fentanyl in his system. <clears throat> he was difficult. But, it, but what are we talking about? The guy passed a, fi- a phony 20 counterfeit $20 bill. Did, did, you know, Chauvin, did you really need to have your knee on his neck? The answer is no. They should have sat him up. Should have talked to him. George, calm down, right? Handcuffed, sit him up, bring the friend over. Does he want some water? You're acting odd. You know, I can't br- sit him up. Did you really have to have your knee on him? <clears throat> I don't. I don't think they were intending to kill him. They were very... Callis and Chauvin was the senior officer on scene. Was the crowd helpful? No, the crowd was not helpful. The crowd was terrible, yelling, screaming. You're a bum, swearing at him. <clears throat> it was a very tense scene. There were people on both sides of the street. But did the guy rob a bank? No. Did he have a gun? No. Did he have a knife? No. He was a big guy who was very uncomfortable, squirming around. Having an anxiety attack, freaking out, foaming at the mouth, according to one witness. And he was on drugs. But on his side, and people are saying he can't breathe. Chauvin's going to, I'm saying, I don't see he gets away with nothing. But I I don't, I don't think it's second degree. But what do you think is going to happen with that verdict? Last night in New York, they were trying to close down bridges again. Like, does it matter that it was a white female who basically is already saying she made a mistake on the tape? She said, oh, you know, oh, God, I shot him. One shot wasn't a hail of bullets. 26 year veteran. Does that matter at all? Does it matter that it was a black police officer that took him out and was having trouble trying to cuff him? Does that matter? Why does it have to be now we're going to burn down the dollar store? By the way, last night on CNN, I was laughing. They had someone on the screen saying, and so far what I'm seeing, this is a peaceful protest, and there's no reason for the police to be this aggressive. As he's saying that on Don Lemon, there's smoke coming out of the dollar store. I kid you not. 
Folks, now listen. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, if you've been thinking about doing some paving, and you should, J. Perry Paving, they provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. You know, it improves the look of your home or your business. J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating, patios. They'll give you a free estimate. J. Perry Paving, call them 732-1730. 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. And they have a special package if you're a veteran. Now, they're also on Facebook. Plus, you can find their website, jperrypaving.com. J. Perry Paving. Learn the benefits of asphalt paving. Maybe it's your driveway. Maybe it just needs to be patched. But it's going to look so much better. Now, I'm going to do a Facebook Live with J. Perry Paving just to see the, to show you the difference that it makes when you have a nice, smooth driveway or patio. Uh, he does an incredible job. And is your grandfather or maybe maybe Father's Day coming? Father, grandfather, special package for veterans, J. Perry Paving. Call today for a free quote, 732-1730, 401-732-1730, Perry Paving. And you can also find them on Facebook. Now, folks, I mentioned the website to Petro.com because we do have some stories up about the protest and there's fighting going on right now with Black Lives Matter. Um, the Black Lives Matter pact is fighting with Brother Gary. We have a small story on it, but there's two competing protests in the same spot tomorrow night in Providence. <clears throat> um, remember, petro.com, which is brought to you by Gilmore Furniture. Now, on this Tuesday, this is not, you know, a little bit of an overcast. It'll be a good week to go look at some furniture. Let me ask you a question. Have you been thinking of getting a new recliner or maybe a new sofa? When's the last time you get a new mattress? Have you been thinking about it? I'm asking you, take a ride and see Steve at... Gilmore Furniture, right off Route 37, one mile from TF Green Airport, American-made furniture, Gilmore Furniture, 1590 Post Road in Warwick. They have a great website, by the way, uh, Gilmore Furniture, but you can, and you can link through at my website, tobetro.com. Call Steve, 737-0100. It's going to look great in your home. All I'm asking is if you're thinking of getting new furniture, Pop it and see Steve at Gilmore Furniture. Call him, 737-0100. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. And I want to be very clear. Last year, and you're already seeing it this year with the ATVs, our law enforcement, when you have, and let me say, I want to tell you this. When you take the Providence Police, of which I'm a fan, and you take the state Rhode Island State Police, and you take the Cranston Police, when you put throws three, Units and maybe even Warwick in there, and but definitely those three. When you put them together, Providence, Warwick, State Police, I am telling you pound for pound, I would put them amongst any law enforcement organization in the country. So I hope that Governor McKee allows Providence Police, State Police. Cranston Police and National Guard to do their thing. Because we are hearing, now one thing I'll say about Brother Gary, he wants peace. Brother Gary, Black Lives Matter Rhode Island, they want peaceful protests. You have the others that want violent protests. They're saying, and that's why the two groups are fighting, my understanding. You have one group saying, we need to break every window. You have one group saying, we need to go into Garden City and run that place into the ground. You have the defund the police, Antifa, right? To me, they are domestic terrorists. You saw them last summer going up to Federal Hill, flipping over tables, spitting in food, threatening families, right? They are domestic terrorists. The media doesn't cover when they get arrested. I do. It's on the website to Petro.com. As a result of that, they don't like my coverage. As a result of that, I've been threatened. I've had my car vandalized. My right eye was burned. I'm still getting treatment for that. I still have problems seeing at night. Uh, I've had unbelievable numerous threats. But you deserve to know that the police are doing their job. We saw last summer, and I was sick about it. You know, 
Never forget, Channel 12. And I like the people at Channel 12, but they sign on the air. That's Shannon Heggie. Unfortunately, state police use pepper spray on protesters. Excuse me. The police were being pelted with rocks, explosives, frozen water bottles, and they ran onto the highway. In order to get them off the highway, they were threatening them with pepper spray. I believe context is very important. That's me. I am not about to go through another spring and summer with the police of the bad guys. You have people, not Brother Gary, not Sister Bernice, not Brother Mark. Nope. Black Lives Matter Rhode Island, say what you want. They are for peaceful demonstrations, but that's not everybody. Antifa in the West End, they want violence. They want, let's go to the pig pen and mix it up with the cops. That's the way they talk. They carry knives. They carry shields. They carry clubs. They carry box cutters. They want to start taking out motorists on 95. They want to, as they say, every city, every town in Rhode Island, burn it down. Every city, every town in Rhode Island, burn it down. Every city, every town in Rhode Island, burn it down. That's what they want to do. The defund the police degenerates. Let me be very clear. They're domestic terrorists. Shouldn't be allowed. Attention Federal Hill. Shouldn't be allowed. You know, you had the cackle. Granahan last fall or last summer, I don't remember. Oh, well, I just think some of the diners wanted to talk with the protesters. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that family did. Yeah, I'm positive. I'm sure the family of four sitting outside on Federal Hill really want to have a conversation with a group of people saying, blank the police, blank you, burn the place. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they really want. No, let me explain something. They wanted no part of it. That is that is a myth. That is falsehood. The diners on Federal Hill want to talk with the protest. If the diners on Federal Hill want to talk to the protest, they can go down to the protest. The people I talked to, one of the greatest nights was last fall when the Providence police went up there and prevented those degenerates and hoodlums and domestic terrorists from entering Federal Hill and the diners gave them a standing ovation. That is a fact. I was there. Was Matt Allen there? No, he doesn't go. He lives in Massachusetts. Was Cackle there? She doesn't leave her house. Was Pork Boy there? They don't go to anything. Now, I know that the protesters don't like me there. But last year, several times, police used my live footage to identify domestic terrorists. That's what they are. Don't give me this protesters. Protesters. Protesters were the hippies that were putting daisies in the barrel of the guns. Those were protesters. This is terrorism. Uh, Burning police cars. Smashing windows. Arson. Those are not peaceful protesters. These people are delusional. Did you hear that last night? Screaming. No, yesterday afternoon. Screaming. At the uh, chief of police, don't call them pro, don't say that the, they were protesters, don't call them that. This was yesterday, Chief Gannon. What was your decision to issue a dispersal order um, while they were peacefully protesting oh, yeah. the uh, police station? Real peaceful. What, what led to you to issue a dispersal order and then on the back end of that 10 minute dispersal Why? order, then to issue out? Just so everybody's clear, I was front and, front and center at the protest, at the at the riot. Um, we did not. Don't call it a riot. So, I was. We were being the officers that were putting themselves in harm's way were being pelted with frozen cans of pop. They were being pel- pelted with concrete blocks. And yes, we had our helmets on and we had other protection gear, but an officer was injured, hit in the head with a brick. brick. That was a Hennepin County deputy. He was transported to the hospital. So we had to make decisions. We had to. Folks, let me ask you a question. Um, if you have 100 people and you're standing there, 100 people and you're standing there, and one of them goes up 
and throws a brick and hits you in the head. You have a gash in your head. You're down. You're bleeding. You have to go to the hospital, get stitches. Do you think, do you turn and say, well, at least 99 of them didn't throw a brick? Wrong. These people are delusional. Don't call it a riot. Nope. That was, listen, we can see with our own eyes. And I'm telling you, last night was comical because PBS Frontline, you know, doing this narrative about the Capitol, January 6th, the Capitol, white supremacy taking over. Fox, MSNBC, CNN, full riot out in Minnesota. And Rachel Maddow, we'll go over and talk with them a little. Let's hear what they want to say. I can't even play the audio. I'd like to. There's so many F-bombs. You know, uh, let's go over and talk with some of these protesters. Can I talk to you? (laughs) They start screaming, blank you. Get out of here. I'll kill you. You know, blank you. Using the N-word. The whole thing. Absolutely comical. Um. And then same thing with CNN. Yeah, it's a riot. Let's go into the protest and find out exactly what these protesters think. Can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> it's like ready to th- like throw a rock and kill the guy, the reporter standing there. Hey, folks, I want to remind you on this uh, Tuesday. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. You want to make sure that you don't have on the outside of your home now. Green algae, moss, do you have it? Patio, side of your building? Call, contact, I should say, Bethel Softwash. Free same-day text estimate. He's located right in Lincoln, 401-617-2585. Easy phone number, 617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. It's biodegradable, low pressure. He's on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Certified Softwash. And the website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. The before and after pictures are just fantastic. Bethel Certified Softwash. I'm going to hold a picture up for anyone that is watching on uh, Facebook Live. And look at this uh, before and after. On the right side is the before. Look at those green stains, moss, algae. And then look at the after. Just beautiful. Maybe you're a realtor. Bethel certified softwash. Jared is fantastic. He's done work for me. Uh, Look for them on Facebook. But you want to make sure your property, by the way, if you have that stuff on, it can be bad for the surface. So you want to make sure you don't have it on. Bethel certified softwash, power washing. Uh, The website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Bethel certified softwash. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, I am going to touch on the Pfizer uh, situation, excuse me, Johnson and Johnson situation in just a moment. And President Trump did release a statement on that. President Trump released a statement on the situation regarding uh, the fact that they're going to pause this one one time because of some blood clotting. But I, I think that you have to. You know, this is very damaging. The fact that it's so damaging is that there are already some people that are hesitant to get the vaccine. So they're putting a pause in the single dose of the Johnson & Johnson. Uh, Investigating unusual clots occurred 6 to 13 days after the vaccination. Six cases were reported. Women 18 to 48. Odd. One person did die, one's under investigation. But I just want to be, let's be really clear about this. 6.8 million doses have been given in the U.S. 6.8. So your odds of dying are one in 6.8 million. Some people have gotten sick by it. But I don't think this, this is unnerving. And and I know that they were making progress on this, uh, but I wanted to read President Trump put out a statement and basically criticizing the Biden administration, saying they did a terrible disservice. This is President Trump now by allowing the FDA to call a pause in the use of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. 
The results of this vaccine has been extraordinary. Now its reputation will be permanently challenged. The people who've already taken the vaccine will be up in arms. Perhaps all this was done for politics. Maybe it's the FDA's love for Pfizer. The FDA has to be controlled. They should not be able to do such a damage. Possibly political reasons. Maybe because their friends at Pfizer suggested it. They'll do, do things like this, make themselves look important. Folks, the, the point that President Trump is trying to get at, you know, and this is what we don't want. You know, Michigan is saying we may have to lock down again. It is a matter of control. You know, I, I hate to think that because we're coming out of it. Kids should have their prom, right? Kids should, children should be back in schools. Now everything's going to be halted again. We can't go backwards. We cannot go back backwards. Uh, we know that 7 million people got the vaccine. Supposedly one person died. Now, there were already, if you have a history of blood clots, you shouldn't be getting that vaccine anyway. So I'm not sure why that person received that vaccine. It could have been a mistake. Mistakes happen. Mistakes happen in the hospitals. Mistakes happen in doctor's offices. Mistakes happen all the time. You know who um, I've, I've really gotten to like lately? And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Again, we go till 2 o'clock today, 1246 on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I did have an expert on voting scheduled. We're postponed until tomorrow simply because of the social unrest and simply because the Providence Police, the Cranston Police, the Rhode Island State Police. I hope Governor McKee, if he feels to, calls out the National Guard and will not allow them to destroy uh, Providence again. But already, you know, back in the fall, some of these groups, I know everyone labels them Black Lives Matter because they chant Black Lives Matter. But there's other groups, as some of you know, there's Antifa, there's the defund the police, there's anarchists, there's some of these, they're more militant type groups, if you will. For instance, the people that were going on the highway last year a lot of those were just these defund the police people and make no mistake about it they do want to defund the police um but there's already talk that they want you know at the end of the fall they did try to go into cranston and cranston police set up a block no you're not coming in here to cause a riot they did show up in warwick and they set up a trap for a trump supporter that was in november so there is talk and monitoring some of the chatter what this saying, you know, maybe we are going to go to Garden City and start flipping tables. Maybe we are going to start to go into Warwick. Maybe we'll go to North Providence. Maybe we'll go to East Providence. Maybe we'll start to go outside. Maybe we'll go back up to Federal Hill. Police need to stand strong. Law enforcement needs to stand strong. And I hope if it comes to it that Governor McKee will not hesitate to call out the National Guard. This is a problem in Minnesota. This is a problem in Minnesota. We don't have that problem here. We don't have that problem here. As far as the ATVs, yeah, they started up this year again. And the Providence police confiscated 14 bikes a month ago. Have you heard a lot about Ford? 40, 30, 40, 50 bikes out there? I haven't heard about that. Not in any way. Now, I want to remind you, Folks, if you're in an auto accident, or maybe you're in a motorcycle accident, or slip and fall a workplace injury, domestic abuse, dog bike, but if you had some kind of an injury through an accident, and you thought, all right, well, you know, insurance will cover it, the insurance company, auto accident, slip and fall workplace, let me be very clear about this. You are entitled, you need to, you are, you deserve what you're entitled to. Right, You're entitled to get the full amount. And the person that can help make that happen is Jack Calvino. Remember what I like to say, fight back, call Jack. He has over 50 years personal experience, personal injury law, over 100 years total combined staff. So right now, 1250 on this Tuesday, if you're listening to either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or online at the website, DePetro.com. If you were in an auto accident, or a motorcycle accident, or a slip and fall, get a fighter. Fight back, call Jack. They offer you pennies on the dollar. 
Nope, not good enough. Get Jack Calvino on the case. Free consultation. 785-9400. Or the website, I love it, fightbackcalljack.com. Come on. That's ridiculous. They're offering you what? You think it's hair? And they offer you pittance? No. Fight back. Call Jack. Jack Calvino. You need a fighter. 785-9400. The gloves are coming off. 785-9400. Fight back. Call Jack. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday. Um, I just hope that law enforcement is allowed to do their work. And let's be very clear. Minneapolis has a problem. I mean, they really have a problem. Some of the major cities, they had problems in New York last night. Portland is like another country. Portland, you know, they're setting things on fire in Portland. And there's no ramifications. But in Rhode Island, because that happened, because a police officer supposedly made an accident. She thought she was grabbing her taser gun. Said she grabbed her handgun. Her revolver, nine millimeter, boom, one shot. Guy ends up dead. So so what? Now we have to put up with all this rioting and burning and looting and arson and smashing things? I don't think so. Now the next COVID briefing is Thursday. So we'll find out. I believe Governor McKee should not take any chances. I believe he should call out the National Guard. Be on the safe side. The National Guard was at the State House for a full week after January 6th. And obviously nothing happened. I don't think you take any chances. You can't show weakness with that crowd. You can't. Not with the defund the police crowd. And folks, just a reminder, you want to be safe. Stop in. Before I go to any type of protests or unrest or riots, I stop at Surplus Provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They have body armor. They have tactical gear. They have ammo, pepper spray. They're they're a mile and a half from Garden City. This store is like no other place. People drive in from Massachusetts, Connecticut. Surplus provisions. Look for them on Facebook, Tanya and Frank. Tell them I sent you. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, right near CLCF. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. So the Biden people, let's look at the Biden administration. We're not even 100 days in. Not even 100 days in. The border is an open border and is a crisis. Now you also have terrorists trying to get in. You also have um, you also have a situation right now where they're having problem convincing certain people in categories to get the vaccine. But now supposedly they're pausing. The vaccine. President Trump, by the way, thinks it's a bad idea. President Trump has said they should not pause the one shot pause on the Jack J and J vaccine. So you have that. And now you have social unrest. Now, the other thing, I, I thought that everything was supposed to be calm once we got Trump out of office, right? Isn't that what we were told? We were promised last summer and fall. Remove President Trump from office and the rioting will come to an end. How do you explain what's going on now? See, Biden and Harris, they don't even understand they own it. They own it. You can't blame President Trump. Biden and Harris, Kamala Harris, the VP, what was she saying? She was saying that she would hesitate to take the Trump vaccine. Well, people are now saying that. And in certain communities, people are refusing. But there's there's no correlation in their mind. Last week at the Governor McGee press briefing, I don't even know who the reporter was, but she was supposedly going along as they're going door to door in certain neighborhoods, I think in South Providence, and trying to convince people to get the vaccine. But they never say, they won't repeat the fact that the people that started to plant the seed not to trust the vaccine, the person, that, the people that really planted that was Biden-Harris. That's who was planting it. That's who was telling people, yeah, I don't know about that. I'd be careful about that. So they were the ones that were saying it. 
And so now, so now as um, a report of that, um, now you do have people that are hesitating to do it. So now what do we have? President Obama says, quote, we need to reimagine, reimagine policing. How woke. Reimagine policing. Here's the thought. Does anyone want to point out the fact that so many of these instances, so many of these instances actually are from people resisting? And now Rhode Island's going to pause the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. One out of seven million. One out of seven million. And they're going to pause the vaccine. I, I think that's a mistake because there's already people that are hesitant. Oh, Biden, we need to reimagine policing. You know, that, that's not an answer. So what, what no one wants to identify is that was a traffic stop that suddenly became very contentious. And adrenaline starts to flow. What happens when you have that type of situation? People make mistakes. People make mistakes. Yes, it sounds like. The female police officer, I have no reason to believe otherwise. According to her, she thought she was getting a taser, said she reached for a handgun, and she shot the guy. Um, Is it safe to say that had he not been resisting arrest, that they wouldn't have had to taser him? Can we even say that? How come no one points that out? I don't understand why no one points that out. I think that's very important to pain, uh, point out. Now, folks, I also want to remind you that uh, maybe you were hesitant last year during COVID to have certain things done inside your home. And one thing that I know is a lot of times people let appliances go. So we have our friend Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096-401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Is your clothes dryer not working properly? Or your washing machine? Call Ryan's Appliance Repair. He has fixed. I went to make microwave popcorn. For some reason, the microwave wouldn't turn on. Did I fix it? Don't be ridiculous. Did I buy a new one? Why? It's fine. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. 710 710- 7096, also on Facebook. Came right out, fixed it in five minutes. Then the stove wouldn't heat up. The oven. Oven would not heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. 710-7096. Fixed that in five minutes. One morning, the dryer wouldn't flip on. My called a friend of mine. He said, well, it looks like you're off to the laundromat. I said, no, not so fast. Let me call Ryan. 710 710- 7096. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available. And he does Saturday appointments. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. And he's been in all kinds of homes. And the reason I mention that is Ryan, um, who's a friend of mine and I communicate with, Ryan has told me many times when he goes into a home, there's several appliances that are broken. So, and I understand during COVID, maybe you hesitated to let anyone in your home. I am telling you now, they're safe. They work very efficiently. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Now, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, here's what we're going to do. We have another hour to go here on the John DePietro Show. Coming up, we're getting an update. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Then we have another full hour to go. Now, remember, check the website, DePietro.com. We have some exclusive stories up fighting with Black Lives Matter on Island and also with the protests. And then also, if you want to get in touch with me, that's a good way to reach me and get a hold of me is the website. No eyes. D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, next hour, remember, radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM or online at the website, DePetro.com. So let's do this. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. The power hour is next. Don't go anywhere right here on the John DePetro Show.